The Healing the City podcast is a ministry of the Village Church in Tucson, Arizona. If you enjoy the Healing the City podcast and wish to support it financially, you can go to villagersonline.com, click the We Give tab, and follow the instructions. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. All right, welcome to the Healing the City podcast with the three elders of the village. I think it's apropos that we don't say pastors because Pastor Sue is always at this time clicking admissions into the U of A or denying your children access. We're three. Your children. We're three of the pastors. (laughs) We're three of the pastors and the three elders. Sit on the three thrones. Oh, never. Anyway. (laughs) So welcome, guys. You have a throne? At (laughs) Caraparaville? That's true. There are four. Four. Um, So, welcome. Yeah, I thought maybe uh, after reading Mark's brain that we could just do a (laughs) recap of the belonging service, kind of walk through. The drumming circle. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We can reach way back to the belonging we, service. Yeah, let's go all the way want. back. Back. Oh, hey, I got we some were, frames. We were talking, we were about, just the talking frames. about the frames that work, so I can order yeah. a couple more, and we'll be fully ready to go and have the belonging service up and on the wall probably in two weeks. We do have the art project from the belonging service on the in the in the office right here with us. Yes, that's, I think that's, that's why it's on your mind. That's right. But yesterday or two days ago, we did the drumming circle, which is our congregational meeting, and we presented. First off, the SAP model of discipleship. Yes, we're all <laughs> going to be very sappy. We're all going to be very sappy. So we we uh, invited our community into submission to the elders, into asking of the elders what God might be inviting them into in the different areas of their life, and to a life of, according to Michael and the scriptures, praying constantly. About everything, all which the, in according every to Michael and the scriptures, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seemed good to us and Michael, <laughs> or the Holy Spirit and Michael, um, Apostle Paul. But here's an interesting thing about that that my wife informed me of is that praying without ceasing in all the texts outside of the Bible refers to a cough that does not quit. Hmm. So you have a persistent cough. Hmm. So if you want to imagine, it's like it just keeps coming up. <laughs> you keep, you can't get rid of the cough. It's so anyway. It's kind of a a good picture of what is kind of being asked there. So you're just coughing all the time. All right, you're coughing your prayers. <laughs> I found it fascinating. I mean, I think I think we had um, you, Eric, talk on submit because you recently talked mm-hmm. about submission, um, but we we more or less ascribed the other two randomly we're like well mark will do ask and michael do prayer and Mm -hmm. the reality is is we could have flipped any of those in any way right and i think we all have a similar direction but we all come at those things fairly differently and so if we had each presented on a different one it would have i mean i think we would have come out with the same message but it would have gone in a different direction sure it's fun to think about yes we all have different perspectives on, on all of these things. Yeah, and I, I went back and re-listened to Michael's sermon on submission before I talked about it. Um, and I re-listened to my sermon on submission. And I thought, 
people should just replay these two sermons over and over and over again and forget the rest of the canon of the village. They just need these these two sermons on submission. But yeah. Anyway, so we, we talked about really the general idea of submission being coming alongside and assisting in the vision and mission of the elders themselves as they direct the church. Um I think Michael and his sermon throws in submission being connected to, well, the first link in the righteousness peace kind of process. So you want peace, you have to have righteousness, to have righteousness, you have to have submission. And um, I felt like going that route would have just added another <laughs> 10 or 15 minutes yeah, to no, my talk. We didn't need to Pro- do it at the probably. circle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's important because that's partly why you would submit to your elders is that they are trying to guide you into righteousness and peace. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys have any more thoughts on that, but no, I mean, I appreciated running through the six ways to talk through what submission is. I mean, um, we do in our, especially I think in our culture, it's a very sort of dirty word. Yeah. It's not, it's not a good thing to submit to someone else. Yes. Um, and so we come at that. And when we when we present it often, if we don't present it in full, if we just say, hey, you need to be submitting to your wife, submitting to your husband, submitting to the church, there's a, a, a pushback often. Like I'll get a pushback like, hey, what does that mean? What, is, what, what do you mean by submission? Um, and so talking that through and, and offering it sure. in a very biblical manner is um, – this is good. It's good for a good reminder for us. It's a good reminder for our community. Sure. Especially in our culture. Yeah. And I think the invitation to us as elders is we're we're all called into submission to one another and to Jesus along with the rest of our community, but we're supposed to be modeling what submission to one another and ultimately to Jesus looks like. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the next one was ask, and you, you talked about ask. Yep. Asking God and asking your people and asking the elders. I think the emphasis for this talk in particular being asking the elders, how you can come into community, how you can be serving people, what what we should be doing with our lives. Um, I think we sometimes we think we're, I, we're in this, like, bubble by ourselves. Um and those things don't impact the people around us in, in some way. But um, being willing to come into community and say, hey, I, I'm not sure what to do here. Or even, I think I know what to do here. Can you guys listen to the Holy Spirit with me and, and affirm that or or offer something in response? But the invitation to ask the elders what to do, I think, is the, the biggest piece of that. Well, I will say that I experienced um, two different things, one on Sunday and one on um Monday with villagers where I was like, huh, like I think God has started bringing to surface this, at least in my mind as an elder, I think prior to the drumming circle, I said, yeah, there's, there's really good submission and asking and prayer in our community. And then immediately I felt like I was like, oh yeah, but there's these spaces for development and discipleship that's going to be active as an elder. Like you're going to have to step in and, and, now you've created these touch points, you're going to have to use them to uh, help people understand what you mean. So I'm kind of excited and maybe actually as an elder to confess, not as excited 
because that means I have to be to speak into people's <laughs> lives, and I'm like, eh. I I did. It have, always produces a certain level of anxiety for me. I did to have, be honest. I did have one person at lunch come up to me and say, "Hey, you, so you said to ask what we should be doing. Can what what should I be doing?" <laughs> and I, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> let's let's pray about that together. <laughs> that's awesome. It was good. Yeah. Well, we we you talked about prayer, Michael, and uh, we even gave you a title, the Apostle <laughs> to the Neighborhood. But we'll get yeah. that. You you really laid out some really, I think some good. Yeah, I think prayer. there's I think there's patterns of prayer that go along with asking, especially for guidance mm-hmm. um, or in guidance. And there's patterns of submitting in prayer, which one of one of the authors that I rely upon a lot for spiritual disciplines guy calls it uh, the prayer of relinquishment, right? Which is a mouthful. I don't really like the title of it, but that's what he calls sure. it. Oh man, I love that. Yeah, you like that? I love relinquishment. The of rel- relinquishment. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a it's a it's a tough prayer in a lot of ways, and it's it's not necessarily a prayer, but kind of like a whole set. Or type of prayer and I would definitely encourage people to consider that start researching that start exploring ways that yeah. it's modeled in scripture um, and do a prayerful approach towards submission is I guess the way I would want to frame it is that if you if you find submission difficult about a particular thing or in general or whatever start exploring what a prayer of relinquishment might mean for you at this moment in time. Um, and I think it's really tightly connected to what you were talking about, Mark. I mean, you talked about, about a very communal process of seeking guidance, which is what Foster emphasizes. And, and he emphasizes both of these things as disciplines, not just prayers. So it's a discipline of prayer, but it's a discipline of action as well, the way that we orient our lives, the way we plan to gather together. Um, and I think a lot of that is what we will be doing as we focus on neighborhood prayer, prayer for our neighborhoods, pray for our neighbors is that we're gathering together both to ask God for specific things or things in general, but also to be in submission to what he would tell us and be seeking his word, his guidance as we gather communally. So I think all the, all the three pieces come together when we talk about this neighborhood prayer mm-hmm. idea, right? Yeah. This vision, this initiative, because um, we're gathering together communally. We're seeking God's guidance. We're trying to be in submission to his will uh, for our neighborhood, uh, for our neighbors. And, and we're praying. I mean, primarily that's what we're gathering to do is to pray. We might eat some brownies. Yeah. We may have dinner s- together. Swing on some swings or whatever. Right. Yeah. But, <laughs> but primarily <laughs> we're gathering to pray. Yeah. And, I mean, I just is on an exciting level. I mean, I was at Pilton Group last night, and two guys were who live near each other were like, "Hey, how are we gonna do this?" So, nice. like, so Good. I think people awesome. are taking that seriously. Awesome. So, yeah. I mean, I I do think it's appropriate. The one thing that we didn't, I mean, we touched on it briefly, yes, on on Sunday, but um just because of the nature of the drumming circle and what we were, what we were doing on Sunday, we didn't really talk about Lent. Not at all. Um, I think it, it got mentioned once when um, Sue was talking about the pause and pray yes. for Saturdays. Um, 
but particularly in a season of fasting. And as I've, I, every meeting I've had this week, we've been talking about, so what are you, are you doing something for Atlantic practicing this? Like what? Yeah. And, um, I think the idea of submitting and the prayer of relinquishment in particular is, is, is yeah. so closely tied into fasting and yes. submitting to God and, and walking into, um, those kinds of things. So it's, I thought it was really appropriate, even though we didn't directly talk about Lent. I thought it was appropriate to talk about some of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited about it. I, I think one of the things that I have realized about the neighborhood prayer is, you know, this is something we've been talking about for a long time and has been in sort of development and we've attempted a lot of different routes and we were calling it the monastic front porch and, and I realized that this is how the village works at some level is that we incubate something and we keep throwing things against the wall and they slide off and they're like, <laughs> like the Holy Spirit seems to be in partnership with our clunkiness. And what's interesting about this is it's finally simplified. We got it all the way down to finally like we can all talk about it simply. Like I think a lot of times, like, but I don't think we could have talked about it simply if we hadn't had the process over the last few years uh, and a few people trying it and seeing some results and having like some stuff to talk about. So sure. I I'm kind of excited about how, how we got there because that's basically how the village works, which is throw it against the wall leaders being disappointed and frustrated, but we are tenacious. We just won't let go this of the is, bone. <laughs> this is a thing we think is good for right. our community. So, we so we're going to keep going after it. Right. So we, keep, we keep doing it. So I, I think this is cool. I think the Holy Spirit is working in this. And yeah. and linking it to, to the to this very simple concepts that we're trying to develop has been, I think, helpful. For me, anyway. As yes. Leader. SAP. Yes. SAP. Secondary audio program. That's right. That's right. Good. And then Michael had some good jokes about it. Um, I, I will say that, like, we made the joke about you being the apostle of the neighborhood in the morning service, and they really bought in at some level. And we're like, okay, how is he the apostle? And what is he going to do? And they had questions Took about it that kind of seriously. And the evening service, people are like, so can we make a statue out of out of butter? Like, what, can, can I, what's the statue going to look like? So much so that, like, you know, my daughter is an evening person. And she's thinking, well, can I can I actually do a three D printing of his bus? Like, like <laughs> the the wow. older the artists and the the people who've been around for a while are like, yeah, we, we already need a statue with the birds on him, and he's like <laughs> holding up his <laughs> prayer book. <laughs> Lots of silliness. Yes. Yeah, the evening service has uh, some goofiness to it in that way. It does. Yes. Although there was a lot more laughing in the morning service. That, oh yeah, morning service are laughers. Yeah, the evening service like have the you know the subtle, they're laughing the subtle, inside. Yeah, the subtle goofiness. <laughs> that was fun. It was fun on Sunday. Yeah. To go through all these things and uh, um, I mean, I I think I really appreciated on Sunday the when Jessica spoke in the evening mm-hmm. about Makers Camp. Yeah. And when David spoke at both services about Mid Kids, I yeah. think were really um really good calls to to be to participate um and not just because oh you should volunteer for the mid kids because it's something you can do right but that there's actual kingdom impact both on the kids and on the people volunteering which mm-hmm. i think david expressed really well yeah um i really appreciated that and jessica also 
with the with Makers Camp calling people to to be involved and yeah it was really good yeah thought those were really good yeah so I'm I I guess I'd say I'm excited about where we're headed as a church and I, and I'm excited to see what God will do with these submit ask and pray process yep. as we help massage it into our lives and then into the lives of the people yep so we invite you if you're listening and you don't go to the village to come be part of the sap model this year the sap model. see what god <laughs> does with the sap model in your life if you're here i mean i think what like what does this look like I, I, honestly just to take a quick second you guys can add to this um to really be able to learn to articulate michael and, and mark and my vision the community like what i what submission means yeah i can say exactly what michael's about and how i can join michael in it like that's part of the goal of, of submitting is just okay how do i join the person that's lead the people who are leading me in the system and what god's calling them to and calling yeah. me to i think part of that process is understanding that yes you have a personal relationship with jesus and where you are asking and listening for guidance but so much of the decisions you make in life are communal have communal impact and help aid the mission or not and so bringing your bigger decisions to the community and to the elders to get wisdom not to have people say and this does say it the lord this is what you should do and if you don't everyone's going to you know neglect, turn their back on you no more just to get wisdom well but you was, might you might have some thus sayest the lord and usually it's uh it's right. opportunities to give you further support and encouragement yes, yes. yes. It, it really depends on what you come to yeah. you know ask about yeah. Um, you know, I think if you were to ask about what kind of haircut you should get, that might be a little less thus say it the Lord. But, <laughs> but I think the asking ask thing looks also like literally coming to Michael or me or Mark or even Susan and saying, okay, like, you know me. What, what, where do I best fit? How can I bring my gifts to help you yeah. and help this community? So really asking what you need me to do. Well, and I, I think sometimes I, the reality is we may not have a response right away. Right. We we will want to join in and pray and yeah. seek God together. But I think the thing to know um, for everybody at the village and for all of our neighbors, really, <laughs> all the neighbors that we know about, like we as elders and pastors pray for you every week multiple times a week sometimes like it's we are going through the people in our community and praying for you and lifting you up to God and we are longing to see God be at work in your life and to see you at work in the kingdom yeah and we want to be a part of that um in in any way we can and so we're longing like in many ways, the SAP model is like us saying, "We this is what we long for. We want you to come yeah. and do these things with yeah. us. Yeah. 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 And so on the prayer thing, I would just say in every aspect, like on Sundays, if there's a thing that's distressing to someone or they need wisdom in or that just immediately stop and pray. Like yeah. that's what we're asking yeah. is in every element of life. Prayer becomes the central part because you're praying constantly and without ceasing yeah so that's i don't know if you guys have any last things to add to that no i have a programming note a programming note programming note 
So two weeks ago, we got together and we talked through John 5. We did. We've been doing sermon recaps, yes, which is basically lost. what this is. It was completely lost. The Holy Spirit wiped it out. We don't know why. But hopefully, we will be back next week with, with, a, with John 6. Yeah. And so. a very, very quick run through of the end of John 5, maybe? Yeah, just a quick review yeah. of what it's about. Yeah. So yeah. in, case, in case you were missing that from last week... That's yeah, what, that's it's what missing. It's, it's gone. It's literally missing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, if you got a question, email us at healingcity at gmail.com. Colleen, thank you for your encouragement. <laughs> <laughs>